Welcome to our Blue Notes podcast channel. Join us as we chat with experts, analysts and commentators from the Asian region about business, culture and economics. We hope you enjoy the discussions. You can join the conversation by commenting on our website or on SoundCloud. But my, my belief is that if you do it properly and you put the work into it, you can have a seamless transition from one generation to the other. Today we host a roundtable discussion on family business with ANZ's Brendan Rinaldi, PwC's David Smorgan, and both Ross and Carolyn Brown from Brown Brothers. Okay, so we're obviously at the Ag Invest conference today and we've had Ross Brown, David Smorgan, Carolyn Brown and myself talk about succession, which is a key issue. David, why do you think succession's such a key issue and what are some of the some of the key things that you like to advise people on? Succession is a key issue, Brendan, because global research and our experience in the Australian market says that more than two out of three wealth transitions invariably will fail. And that is a very alarming statistic and we see that day to day, week to week in the work we do with families all around the country. And uh, it's important if family unity and family harmony are important to the family. Now in some cases, some parents don't want that. They really don't care. They let their kids go off on their own and do it. But the great majority of Australian families want their families to stay together beyond the first generation, into the second and hopefully the third and fourth generation. And that's a very difficult thing to do. So if you're talking about the agricultural sector, we're aware that 90% of Australian farmers are owned by families. And if you then assume that most of them want to have that harmony and unity, then it's important they face up to the issue of succession. And our work says most people avoid it, they deflect it, and they ignore it. It's in the too hard basket. Now that is not sustainable to then achieve what they want. Brendan, transition can be seamless if it's done properly. You know, the transition between my parents and my generation was just absolutely seamless and it was planned and it worked really well. Of course, we're much smaller business then. But my, my belief is that if you do it properly and you put the work into it, you can have a seamless transition from one generation to the other. And that's, that's what we all should aspire to because keeping these family farms together is really critical, not only for the businesses, but for, for the country. I totally support Ross. He said, put the work into it. Yeah. Most people in business, whether on the farm or in their factories, 99% of their time is spent on the family business and probably 1% on family. You've got to put the time and effort into the family as well as into the family business. Yeah. David, when you spoke you said the family is more important than the dollars. I thought that was really, really important. To most of us, Ross, it is. Unfortunately, there are some people that think it's all about the dollars and yet when you get the opportunity to talk to the next generation, invariably it's not about the dollars for them. Mm. It's all the things that money can't buy. It's the support, the love, the guidance, the, the networking creating, creating opportunities that the younger generation want from their parents, not just the money. Yeah. I love the Brown Brothers story, 125 years, and I, I particularly enjoyed you saying your mother, Patricia, making the really hot cup of tea at 10.30 every morning so your brothers and your father could sit around and have a conversation every day at the table around business and how, that's, how, that's, how it's all going. But when the next generation's coming through, how do you how do you see that sort of playing out, Ross, and what are the challenges? Because I, I guess whilst you've had 125 years of success, you've still got many challenges in front of you. Well, the secret of that family table was communication. Yeah. You had the stakeholders around the table and you were talking about 
uh, aspirations, you're talking about the family, you're talking about the business, and creating that environment where you have that open communication, that transparency of information flowing from one generation to the other, that's what you have to have if you're going to have a, a good transition and, and, and a good business. You know, that communication still is the cornerstone of, of, of a good business and, and, tran and succession planning. So Caroline, what were some of the family cultures that you were brought up with that still may happen today? I think that the biggest one for me was the family meeting, the annual family meeting that we had and David you spoke around how it's important to have family meetings but it also has to have that social element as well. So every time we had our family meetings as kids we'd go away to a complete neutral place, we'd uh, go to a, a hotel or somewhere that nobody had been to before and we always had external facilitators. We did things from trout fishing to orienteering to team building activities, there was always a business element mm. to it. But I started going to these um, events when I was around six years of age. And at times I was expected to sit up at the table, I was expected to <laughs> listen very diligently and answer any business questions that were thrown my way as well. So kind of got into that process from a very early age. Some of the drawings I saw you doing didn't reflect much on the business. <laughs> <laughs> it's amazing how much you can take in via osmosis though. But isn't it, <laughs> is it important that families have fun together? And I see too often families that just think it's about work, work, work. For successful work, for successful businesses, you need to do other things. And whether it be an annual event or a quarterly event, you've got to have fun together because it breaks down the barriers between all the family. Totally, and I think it's a lot about respect as well and having respect for every single family member, whether or not they work in the business, they're part Correct. of the business, or they have completely external um, activities that they partake in, it's about respecting each other for, for the decisions that they've made. And if there's respect, if there's understanding, then there's a greater chance that the younger generation might come and ask that difficult question to their parents, what's really important to our family? What's really important to you? Where do you see the future? Because one day you're not going to be around. Now that's very difficult for a child to ask their parent unless there's a very close relationship. The respect, the love and the understanding that it's comfortable for us to talk about it. Because we all know it's very uncomfortable to talk about wealth. It's very uncomfortable to talk about succession. We've got to get beyond that. So Carolyn, what's, uh, what's, what are your goals? What do you see you know, in the next phase? What's important to you? I think for me um, it's about our people and it's about making sure the family culture that started with dad's parents really continues to to be one of the core elements of the business yeah. and as I guess less family members are involved in the management side of the business it's making sure from my perspective and my sister Catherine's perspective that we continue the family sort of culture within the business and I think that's what's going to take us to the next level. I think being generation four we don't want to be the ones to you know screw up the business we just want to take it to the next level and really be the gatekeepers of the brand and the the family culture for the next generations to come so you see yourself as a future custodian totally. of the business yes. as compared to an owner that might decide to do something else with the business definitely i don't see myself i see myself as a family member i don't at this stage i don't see myself as an owner as such but i think um it's important to know that you can be part of a family business without having to be the ceo and Ross, some of the keys as part of your journey over time, you, you said innovation and also having a mission, and I thought those things were really good. I mean, how, you know, how did you come up with, with that you know, innovation and the mission statement and, and that, that journey? Yeah, well, one of our uh, uh, visions is, uh, missions is leadership. 
Now, if you're going to lead in an industry, you actually have to have innovation as your cornerstone. You can't have one without the other. And we're just fortunate that we've got an innovative culture that's actually run through generations. And keeping that innovation working um, uh, requires permission. Staff need to be said, you've got to be innovative, you've got to think outside the box, you've got to bring new skills and knowledge to the business continuously. And if you actually want to be a leader, you actually spend a lot of time looking forward and not in the rear vision mirror and having that vision about leadership is actually gives you a lot of drive a lot of determination and yeah. you can't lead without innovation in this world and and uh, we just love innovation in products because it's actually changed our business compared to our competitors some of those qualities you mentioned ross i think they're inherent in a lot of families a lot of family businesses and is the very reason why family businesses are more successful than other organisations if they get it right. And the biggest threat to family businesses today is the inability, the failure to deal with the succession of what happens when, not if, what happens when I'm not around. And that is the biggest single threat to most family businesses in Australia today. I think for our family, we'd always talked a lot about succession planning and we'd always, always had external help with succession planning, but it wasn't until Dad's brother Peter passed away about 12 years ago where we actually saw those things having to be put in place. Mm. And I think, as um, David said, it's so important to have those things in place ready to go from, from, from the start, I guess. And families are not good at documenting because, oh, we don't need to put it down in writing, it's all in here. Well, I've learned the palest of ink, the vink is better than the distant memory <laughs> because when, sadly, your uncle passed away, if you didn't have things in writing, then people, different family members, have different views. He meant this, no, he didn't, he meant this, etc., etc., And that's where the clashes start, the difference of opinion start. And families are all in transition, every day, every week, every month, every year. We're all moving in different directions necessarily. And to stay on that one page is a challenging thing to do. And it comes back to some of the essentials you've heard this morning. People have to put in play and they will succeed. David, your comment that uh, succession is an ongoing process. process not an is event not an event is so important because we all get a bit excited we have a moment that companies get crystallized by some event you go and get all the work done about wills and structures and then you put it in the drawer and then you get on with your business Correct. Whereas, that's not it yeah, yeah. That, that's an event but, but the process is actually continuous and that's why we have an argument with lawyers Ross <laughs> that just having the will is only the start of a process mm. it's talking to your children understanding their needs and their requirements and their objectives as well so it's an ongoing process totally agree with you and David, you were part of a, a big family business that obviously went its own way. What, what was your key learning, do you think? Well, what's the key takeaway if you had to give one piece of advice? As you've heard from me repeatedly, the essential element of open, honest, transparent communication involving all family members, whether they're the oldest or the youngest, whether they're in the business or not in the business. Communication, but it's got to be facilitated with someone that's independent. It's got to be created in a safe and warm environment so everyone feels comfortable about saying. Because in the end, I've got to understand my brother's or my brother, my sister-in-law's true feelings and thoughts. I've got to peel back the layers and not just deal with the superficial things in a family, but get to the nitty gritty of what are their motivation, what are the real challenges, what's really important to each and every family member. And you don't get that with one meeting. You don't get it with one round table. You get it by constantly having those family sessions, family meetings, where everyone has a say. Thank you for listening to Blue Notes On Air. Blue Notes On Air was produced by the Blue Notes editorial team with music by Kevin McLeod. Blue Notes is a publication of ANZ Banking Group.